Winner's Circle Podcast, the potluck of entrepreneurship, where we interview a variety of dope creators, small business owners, and entrepreneurs. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and also drop us a like or a comment. I gotta add my own sirens because I don't know how to do that. Okay, hey y'all, welcome back, and thanks for tuning in again to Cultural Flash. My name is Nicole, but today I will be answering only to the name Akua Njiri, in honor of the writer and activist formerly known as Deborah Johnson. If you've been paying attention to the buzz, you may or may not have seen um, Judas and the Black Messiah, but... um, whether you have or have not, Miss Deborah Johnson, or formerly known as Deborah Johnson, was the 19-year-old fiance of Fred Hampton, the youngest chairman of the uh, Illinois Black Panther Party. But um, if you're here, you came back and you tuned into another episode of Cultural Flash. As usual, I would like to say thank you on behalf of the Winter Circle team. You inspire us, you motivate us, and as always, together we're pushing the culture forward. So let's get to it. Welcome to the March edition of Black History Month. As I stated in our previous episode, I'm calling it, we got the whole year, the year belongs to us. And don't be surprised if 2022 comes along and I'm still screaming Black History everything. So, um, once again, this month is very special as it also comes as a time of recognition for women's history. In fact, today happens to be International Women's Day. So who are the women heroes of today, tomorrow, and yesterday? Because it's not just about the history, it's about the now, it's about the tomorrow. Um, it's Marsha P. Johnson for me, it's the Bell Hookses, it's the Angela Davises, it's the no-names. If you've been paying attention online to who no-name is and what she's able and has been willing to do from book clubs to activism to um, erecting community centers that are offering free services to people in the black community, she's been doing awesome work. Um, It's the way these women have been in both the background and foreground of movements from civil rights to gay rights to music to art and poetry. It's the way women are foundational every step of the way from uh, to the the liberation of the oppressed. So I don't know about y'all, but for me, have you ever noticed how this country is notorious for giving minorities a day or a month out of the year for recognition? We get Women's History Month. We get um, Latin American, we get Black History Month, and yet when it's time to afford us human rights and basic needs, we turn to politicians and the leaders of this democracy, and suddenly everybody gets really indifferent, Got or think they get really combative, and and a lot of the points that we think are, are basic things that everybody should understand, like our need for um, work, our need for health care and protections in this country, everybody kind of things kind of start to get mixy. Um, if you want to know what I mean, just look at the struggle that's been made of providing a COVID relief package for the average working American. So circling back, I'd like to go back and bring some awareness to one of the many women who continue to be an advocate for the liberation of black people from the binds of institutional racism. Again, with all this Judas and the Black Messiah buzz, um, Chairman Fred Hampton of the Illinois Black Panther Party, um, may he rest in peace, of course, 
and William O'Neill, the quote-unquote Judas that led to the uh, FBI assassination of Fred Hampton. Um, Both of these men have reached new levels of recognition. If you didn't know who Fred Hampton was before, you certainly know who he is now. You can go online, you can see um, documentaries and other ways to access information about who he was, information about who William O'Neill is. Um, But what about Deborah Johnson? What became of the woman who lay there the same night of December 4th, 1969, next to uh, Chairman Fred Hampton in that West Monroe Street Chicago apartment? Um, I always like to say you don't have to be a martyr to matter. And since Johnson, now Akua, and Jerry survived that massacre that day, I think it's important that we acknowledge how she continues to carry on in her activism and what her contributions have meant to not only the legacy of Fred Hampton and the Black Panther Party, but moving forward um, in the liberation of, of the oppressed and of us as a race of Black people. So Johnson was a young Chicago native who found interest in the party after her brother introduced her to the party's Panther logo. I don't know if you're familiar with the Panther logo, the Black Panthers, it appears to be um, kind of in motion. I believe it was created by a one Stokely Carmichael or Kwame Ture, some may know him. Um, She went on to hear Hampton speak on television and at a college event and later joined the Chicago chapter, assisting with the free breakfast program and collecting donations. As a young mother, and though the Illinois chapter of the Black Panther Party disbanded in 1978, Johnson didn't stop her activism there. Where is she today, you might ask? Like many activists of the 60s, Johnson shed her quote-unquote slave name and adopted the name Akua and Jerry. She went on to author a book, My Life with the Black Panther Party, chronicling her time as a member of the raid that killed Chairman Fred and the aftermath that actually left her and other victims of the Monroe Street Massacre charged with assault and attempted murder. Um, Fortunately, she was uh, met with a great deal of support from her community who raised over $100,000 to post her bail at the time of her um, imprisonment following the massacre. At the time, she was more than eight months pregnant with um, Chairman Fred Hampton's one and only son, Fred Hampton Jr., um, who she would give birth to just 23 days later. Um, She was also published in the Yale Journal of Law and Liberation. Uh, And so she's been a very accomplished writer and author in her time. And Jerry is currently the chairperson of the December 4th Committee, which she founded to defend the legacy of the Black Panther Party and Fred Hampton. Like I mentioned before, 23 days after Fred Hampton's death, and Jerry gave birth to their son, Fred Hampton Jr., who today is the chairman of the Prisoners of Conscience Committee, founded during his own time in prison. Um, And Jerry continues to hold speaking engagements and make appearances at the West Monroe Street location on December 4th each year in recognition of what they have coined International Revolutionary Day, commemorating Fred Hampton's legacy. She co-authored a proposal to name a Chicago Block Chairman Fred Hampton Way, which, to no surprise, did not go over easy or successfully because um, of the controversial legacy of Fred Hampton. However, um, her efforts do not go unaccounted for or unappreciated. Um, 
And she has also served as the president of the National People's Democratic Uru Movement, an interracial organization dedicated to self-determination for black Americans. So today on International Women's Day, we honor Mama Akua and Jerry and her dedication to the legacy of Fred Hampton and the Black Panther Party. Um, Quoted in a 2019 interview with ABC News, um, Akua and Jerry states that we as a people still are not free and that power to the people has not yet become a reality. So what does this mean for us in a time like now we're coming right out of quote-unquote Black History Month, we're moving into women's history? Um, I implore you, our listeners, I implore you to find spaces in your community where your involvement can make the most difference. Spend time learning and informing as often as possible. Tune in to the Winter Circle podcast. Check in with us as often as possible. Um, we're encouraging community activism and participation all the way from the DMV to Atlanta. There's a space for everybody. There are ways for us to be involved and to most importantly be informed. And keep tuning in to see who we're in conversation with, what we're doing and how you can be involved. Um, we love this community. We love what we do here. We think that it's very important to keep up engagement amongst each other, amongst ourselves, um, because there is no one without the other. So once again, this has been Aku and Jerry, aka Nicole, with Cultural Flash from the Winter Circle Podcast and Community Outreach. Y'all be easy. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Winter Circle Podcast. We are grateful to share the stories of businesses and brands that shape our community. The great thing about being a guest on our podcast is that we're able to share the untold story to people who need to hear it. With our podcast being on nine platforms, over 3,000 downloads and streams, 100 subscribers, over 100 plays weekly, and 600 plays monthly, we bring brand awareness, visibility, and recognition to everyone who's a guest on our show. If you'd like to be our next guest, please reach out to us on all social media platforms at WCPO LLC.